What's up, Space Cowboys? I'm Ahan. And I'm Louisa. And you're listening to The Space Bar, your source for finding bite-sized tech tips, resources, and opportunities. For our first season, we're focusing on topics that are relevant to you, the listener. So we'll be following some students on their internship journeys, whether they're interning in big tech, startups, software engineering, or completing personal projects, we have a diverse group of techies for you to get behind the scenes with. This episode, we'll be checking in with our product management panelists to see how they're doing and learn more about what their experiences have been like so far. Keep listening to hear from Sarah Ann as she navigates her summer. But just to get us started, for our listeners that may not have listened to the panel and seen your introduction, could you go ahead and introduce yourself again? Um, do we just need your year, what you're doing this summer, and how long you've been doing it so far? Um, so I'm a rising sophomore at Duke, and this summer I'm working as a PM at Tech for Equity, um, and the program started about a month ago, um, so I'm a month into it, and it's going really well so far, and I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. <laughs> Could you um, perhaps give us like uh, what your day-to-day is looking like? So technically, I'm a PM, and I also manage programming for the fellowship, so with the Tech for Equity program, there are 19 interns who work kind of normal eight-hour days. Um, And when they're not doing work, occasionally there are social events, and I set those up. So my day-to-day depends on if I'm planning a social event or if I'm working in a PM capacity. And if I'm doing PM work, most of the time that involves checking in with clients and checking in with the engineers and kind of comparing the documentation with how things are actually going and making sure that we're meeting all the checkpoints and timelines that we set out. That sounds like a very important role. What's what's it been like being able to manage people and step into this sort of position where you're really coordinating all these different people and the different things going on? It's a lot of responsibility and I was really nervous at first going into it because I knew I would be managing people who are older than me or might have more experience than I do, but going into it with a very kind of collaborative mindset and remembering that everyone's on a team and we're all trying to do the same thing, which is help nonprofits get access to technology and seeing that as the goal has kind of made any of the bumps easier because I think everyone's pretty understanding of everyone's willing to accept if anyone makes a mistake, um, as long as you kind of put effort into correcting it and they're doing your best. How much of the work do you feel like... um... I don't know, you got thrown into versus how much of the work have you felt eased into? A lot of it I was kind of thrown into because um, I didn't really anticipate how much work I would need to do in the week before the program actually started, kind of in the lead up to the program. There was a lot of work that I didn't really realize had to be done before the engineers could kind of hit the ground running that kind of the week before I was like, oh shoot, like I need to like get on top of all of this. So that I definitely felt thrown into. And in different circumstances, I felt thrown into different components of projects because if there's something that the engineers don't really have expertise in um, and want me to kind of look into, um, it might be something I don't have expertise in either, but I kind of have to be the one that just kind of goes down the internet rabbit hole of figuring out how, what's the best way to do this or what should work in this way. And I'm I'm happy to do that, but sometimes that's a bit of a challenge, especially if there's a time crunch. It seems like having you be the one go down those rabbit holes, has your background in tech helped you with that in that PM position? 
Um, to some degree, I think my background in tech has helped me be able to kind of consult Stack Overflow and do that kind of thing. But then also, um, I'm I'm a computer science major and a public policy major, and the public policy classes I've taken have kind of focused on research in a way that I feel like has helped me kind of go down rabbit holes in different ways. Um, and I think just being curious and willing to go after things is kind of the most important thing. That's great. So if there's something you've approached in your work that you like haven't done before, um, how, how do you handle that? How do you ramp up to it and um, meet those challenges? Um, so today we're, we were preparing for on Wednesday, we're having kind of a mid program showcase, which is where we're going to have all of the fellows present their progress to this point in the program. And I was kind of helping set that up. And so one of the things that we realized we didn't have were kind of like promotional materials or um, virtual backgrounds or those kinds of things. And I don't really have graphic design experience, but I was kind of the only one who could kind of do that. So I kind of just had to step up and try to figure out how to use Canva and like do that kind of thing. So I think that the first thing I did was look for examples of the thing that I was looking for being done successfully in the past, like looking at flyers that I liked, promotional materials that were good and virtual backgrounds that seemed fun um, and kind of fit the vibe we were going for. And then just kind of trial and error through the rest of it. That's great. Do you have like a supervisor that you have to report your work to? And um, how has that been uh, presenting your work and has it been daunting? Have you enjoyed it? Um, do you feel like your supervisor has been very helpful to you? Um, so my supervisor is kind of not exactly a supervisor, more like a collaborator. So Albert is um, another Duke student and he's kind of in charge of Tech for Equity, but we're, we're very much a team. Not really, I report to him, but he is kind of the person with the final say on a lot of things. Um, and it can definitely be nerve wracking to present your work to someone else. But um, the thing that I like about Albert is that he's always really honest with me. Like if he doesn't like something, he'll tell me straight up. So it helps me be able to kind of like know for sure and be happy with something that I've done if I can get honest feedback on it and feel content with it. That's a really unique position to really be in in an internship, especially compared to the other students in this series that we've talked to so far where they are working with where no one else we've talked to is really in the position where they don't really have the supervisor or superior to report to. And a question that we have, we just talked to our design people about is asking for feedback. But in your case, there's not really anyone higher up to look to and ask for that feedback. But have you found yourself asking for feedback from Albert or from the people that you're essentially supervising or managing? And how has that gone? One of the things that I try to have tried to like ask for feedback on is um, when I'm organizing social events or kind of like the programming or the events for the fellows, we've done like game nights, we've done um, kind of like Q&A sessions with speakers and those kinds of things um, is the goal of those is always to make the fellows experience better. So I kind of see the fellows as someone I should get feedback from. So I've kind of made a point of trying to ask the fellows for feedback at different points. Um, there are a couple of fellows on the projects that I'm directly managing that I've asked kind of directly for their feedback. And I know there's kind of a gap because it's like, they might not want to tell me that they don't like the event that I set up, but I try to do my best to get honest feedback from them and gauge how people are enjoying the things that I set up. Um, and then on the projects, there are clients and nonprofits. And then I go to meetings with the nonprofits and ask them about how things are going. And they're usually pretty honest about how they're feeling about the project, but yeah, it's, it's definitely daunting to ask for feedback in a situation where it's either very high pressure, like from a client or kind of someone who might be afraid to 
tell you something that would hurt your feelings. So I try to just kind of get people to be honest with me, but that's harder when there isn't someone you're reporting to. Yeah, that definitely feels very intimidating on both ends because on for, for the fellows end, it's also this kind of weird relationship too, right? Because you're essentially the same age as everyone for most people, at least for the fellows, because those are other students, right? Yes, other undergraduates. And, and then from the client end, these are people that you're actually building the product for. So if they don't like what you're doing, then that's that can be very um, stressful to put on all this work and then have them be like that. Has that happened at all or has, has it been mostly positive? We've tried to set it up so that there wouldn't be a scenario where you've built something completely and then they project it at the end. So they very much had a hand in a lot of the work that I was doing before the program, before the engineer started to make sure that we were designing something that was going to work for them. And they've been very hands-on with feedback and with specifications and um, helping the engineers. And the engineers have a lot of contact with the clients directly without me, which I think is good because then it's not like an extended game of telephone. Um, But most of the clients have been overall pretty pleased, I think. Because it's completely student run, has there been any issues with accountability? Do you feel like you maintain a very work style relationship with um, the people who you work with, or is it more friendly, a bit more easygoing? And how has it been navigating those relationships? It definitely fluctuates based on our stress level at different points. Like there was a period at the close to the beginning of the program when we all kind of were very stressed about the program going well and the meetings dropped a lot of the niceties and small talk and just became very high pressure. But for the most part, um, the other tech for equity team members are all really great. And I've gotten to know them through working on tech for equity. And when we were in Durham at Duke, we would like meet up and have a meeting in person and all eat pizza together, um, which was really fun. Just kind of have that sense of like camaraderie. Um, But I do think that we're pretty good at kind of like keeping things professional. Usually every meeting, there's like a 10 minute period of small talk and catching up and then the work side comes out and we just work for the rest of it. Um, And as for accountability issues, I think that we haven't really had accountability issues because we're all just kind of willing to step up and get things done. Um, I definitely have an issue of kind of over promising myself, which I've been working on and Albert has talked to me about because I'll say, oh, I can definitely do something tonight. And then it's I'm buried under a mountain of stuff. And even if I mean to do something, all of a sudden I haven't done it and I've told them I would. So just kind of like being honest with each other has resolved a lot of accountability issues. That's really good to hear. I know uh, one of the questions that we were actually even thinking about asking was like how working on project teams has differed from group projects, but it does sound like you're not really running into that situation of you have one or two people that are picking up the slack for everyone else. It sounds like for the most part that people are invested in the work they're doing. And I'm sure a large part of that is because they must be passionate about the work they're doing within Tech for Equity because you have such a, such a, I don't know the right word, such a motivating and inspiring objective that I'm sure you've gotten a lot of good, good people through that. It definitely helps me at least be able to focus and kind of like grind out work because I know that it's the goal of it is to help to help people in a lot of different ways and that feels like more motivating to me than kind of like the goal of this is to make some company more money um and so I enjoy that aspect of it 
has your work thus far um, been what you were expecting and um, how much have you enjoyed it? And is it inspiring any career ideas for you? I think that my work has been pretty much what I was expecting, but kind of in different ways. I was really worried that there were going to be a lot of issues that I would have to be kind of like putting out a lot of little fires and kind of knock on wood that hasn't really happened so far. Things are going pretty smoothly, which I think is mostly owed to the fact that we did a lot of prep work before the program to kind of get things set up and make sure that the clients had good projects and were willing to oversee things the right way. Um, And I do think that this is kind of inspiring some career ideas for me. I think that I'm definitely interested in the tech for good area and interested in working with nonprofits and helping, uh, especially like legal nonprofits in a lot of different ways. Um, But I'm not entirely sure that I could have a career in managing people just because it's, it's not exactly what I was expecting. I do enjoy it, but I think the responsibility is a lot. And I don't know if that would differ at a different role like in a different role or at a different company, but I'm not sure that I would want the level of kind of stress to be my year round job, if that makes sense. That's good to find out early on too, before you get into whatever other career path preparation you would need for something like PM or another management position. And the one thing I do like about or I like a lot of things about being a PM, but one of the things I especially like is that it does let me try on a lot of different hats and I get to try out different roles in a way that I don't think I would if I was just doing a straightforward software internship and only coding all day. Um, I get to try out design and get to try out working with people and all those kind of different roles. Right, and in many ways, um, it's so helpful to work in PM if you're interested in the applications and technology. As you're saying, you're double majoring with um, public policy, and um, I feel like the applications of tech are so much more accessible from a PM standpoint. Um, Just being able to work with tons of people um, from all different areas and many different facets, so that's really cool. I think a lot of people under underestimate the importance of soft skills when you're working in tech or working in the tech area, just because um, in school, there's a lot of emphasis on what's a CPU and knowing the inner workings of a computer and less on how do I communicate my ideas to people. And I think that's one of the things that public policy and working as a PM have helped me kind of appreciate more is just that skills that even if, even if people call them soft are really important to the actual workplace. Right, that's awesome. I think that's something we hear a lot too, even with like from recruiters or from other people in the workplace, just really the importance of having those people skills because just because you know how to code doesn't necessarily mean you know how to build a product with a group of people and take it to the kind of successful places it needs to go. Right, and as you've said today, I feel like a lot of the technical skills you pick up on the job, um, regardless of where you're working which is great. I think just to wrap us up, because I think we've got um, a couple more minutes, is is something I've been personally just super curious about from a PM position, is the kind of balance between the autonomy and direction um, you have versus the engineers versus the client. What kind of balance is there between the three of you in terms of what's the product going to look like? What features are you going to work on? And, and so on, the, the big stuff, the things that you actually have to think about before you start coding. I think one of the things that makes Tech for Equity unique is that we're building products for clients, 
but in a kind of strange sense, our clients have clients because they're nonprofits designed to serve communities in different ways. Um, and so everything kind of goes back to the communities that they're serving. And those are the ultimate client. Even if we're building something for a nonprofit, the end goal is what's going to help people in the community best um, by achieving the goal of the nonprofit. Um, so that kind of is the overarching goal. But then the engineers and I kind of have less say than what the client initially wanted, if that makes sense, because usually the clients came to us with a problem or an issue that they were having. Either they had a data set that they weren't analyzing and didn't know what to do with, or they needed an app in order to set something up better, or they wanted a website to be able to advertise their services to other people in the community. And so they came to us with kind of a problem and a general idea for a solution that they wanted. And then before the program started, I helped kind of narrow down the ideas to be something feasible for the engineers. And then the engineers have a lot more flexibility of in terms of like the execution and the finer details. So I think everyone has different levels of autonomy at different stages of the process, but it's guided by that overarching goal of what's best for people in the community. Awesome. That's wonderful to get that PM perspective in inside tech for equity as well. So that's that's it for us today. Thank you so much for your time today, Sarah Ann. This was really interesting hearing about your work so far. I'm excited to see what else there is to hear in our next check-in. Yeah, Thank you so much for having me. Oh, sorry. Best of luck with the rest of your work. Um, as you continue forward in your career, um, make sure to note down any little things you want to tell us on the podcast or um, bring up maybe in the next check-in. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for um, being awesome today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks, Ariane. Bye. Bye. You can follow us on Instagram at the underscore spacebar underscore and read our articles on Medium at catalystspacebar.medium.com. The Spacebar podcast is co-hosted by me. And me. Audio edited by John, featuring original music by Sam. Thanks for listening and see you next time.